everyone. This week on What Do You Got? I ruined the Spider-Man movies for Andy. Oh, you fucker. Glass half full, winter. <laughs> Stay tuned. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Tim Fulton. I'm Andy Smith. And this is What Do You Got? What do you got is a little segment where we each come to the table with a topic that the other guy doesn't know about. We spring on each other. We chit-chat for a little bit. Andy is up first. Andy, what do you got? Cup half full. Winter. Everyone always bitches about the winter, including myself sometimes. But I want to talk about the good things about winter. Lay it on me. What are good things about winter? I want to get your things Someone that you find that are good about winter before i give mine someone didn't come prepared well i did actually <laughs> i have a couple i have a couple too and you ready for this mm-hmm. number one i am a christmas fanatic not oh. like super fanatic like my entire house isn't like like mangers and jesus yeah it's not crazy but i enjoy good christmas carol every now and then i like the trees i like the lights i get a little giddy on the inside like that good warm nice little mm feeling you get so I am ready for that season to start. The Pillsbury. The Pillsbury. Even though we even haven't... Ooh, by this time this airs. Yeah, we have hit Halloween. Uh, there's that. I'm ready for New Year's because I think we can all say 2020 can go fuck itself. Well, 2021. You shut up. And that was going to be my last but not <laughs> least. We just had a conversation about random feel-good things. I have a really good feeling about 2021. Well, we know who to blame now if it doesn't go good. You shut your dirty whore mouth. <laughs> Those are my three things. Those are the three things that I'm ready for about winter. Okay. What do you got? Not ready for about winter. I want to talk about things that are good about winter oh, good. or a good product about winter. Those or, are a good product about yes. winter. So, number one, bugs Ugh. return to the spawn of hell where they belong. Including um, the murder hornets? Yeah. I don't really mind bugs that much, but... Sometimes they get a little too much outside, and you just want to fuck off. Yeah, that's fair. Um, numero dos. Numero dos. Um, I think that people that live in cold places are different. That's true. I think that it makes people a little bit less apt to deal with bullshit, but also... You want those people with you if shit hits the fan. What is wrong with you? I don't know. What do you like about winter? I get to know who the fighting people are. No, think about and it. my army grows. Think about it for a second, right? Think about all the, the good aspects of your personality, partly, are from rough shit that you had to go through, right? Like trials and tribulations. Sports, for example. You learn how to lose and win playing sports, right? Okay. Winter is not an easy thing to go through if you've never been through a winter before. Okay. Right? So having to get up early to start your fucking car, having to shovel snow before you go to work, having to make sure you have food and shit like that during a snowstorm, all those things change your personality. I think they change them for the better overall. Because it makes you uh, a more self-sufficient person, I think. Because people that live only where there's nice weather, if you drop them in a place where it's cold weather, they freak the fuck out. They don't know what to do. 
But if you take somebody that's used to cold weather and you put them where there's nice weather, they're like, cool. It's good. So, so what makes this winter – can I play a little bit of devil's advocate here? Sure. So what makes this winter different than all the other winters? Haven't we already experienced – Oh, I was talking about winter in general. Oh. I wasn't talking about particularly 2020 winter. Oh, okay. I just mean winter in general because everyone always bitches about winter, and that's why I'm trying to look at the cup half full and say, what are the good things about winter? Do you think that people lose that? People lose what's good about winter? Yeah. Say you grew up in the Northeast. You're a Bostonian. Have you seen that SNL skit? I'm changing subjects real fast. Oh, with uh, Bill Barr? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Friggin' hysterical. <laughs> Everyone's like, I like this. It's really good. I like this pumpkin ale. And he's just like, what is it? It's too sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Complaining. I mean, I could drink six of them. <laughs> sure. Johnny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fucking. Don't even know. What, what do you mean? If Do you mean lose it? Like if you were a Bostonian and you spent the first 20 years of your life in hard winters, you're used to all the bullshit you talk about. And then. Because you're 21 now, you move out to California for some reason, job offer, we'll say, and you spend the next five years of your life in Cali. And then you move back. Do you think you lose it? You lose some of it. I don't think you lose it. I don't think you lose it all. All right. I think it's like, um, um, it's like you have to dust it off, but I don't think you lose it because you remember what it's like and you know you've been through the motions before like riding a bike kind of yeah whereas if you were 21 and you move out here and it's like it's like oh yeah you know you better start your car you're like what do you start my car why do i have to start my car it's like because when you get on the highway you're not gonna be able to fucking see yeah if you don't start your car right so i but here's the thing nobody gets excited about not a lot of people get excited about shit that they have to go through that's hard that makes it better right i mean i can see it both ways yeah. I mean, there's, I forget who it was, but there's that one guy who says start your morning off with something difficult. And he suggests taking yeah. cold showers as you wake up because that way you immediately get going. Yeah. Wake up in the Northeast in the middle of a storm. That's oh. doing something hard every day. Um, it's really not that hard nowadays with all the stuff we got. People got remote starts and everything like that. But for those poor people like us, you don't have remote start. So you got to make the trek out to the car, which is fucking fine. But. You got to walk out there and get in the car and fucking turn it on real quick before you do your morning activity. But you know that if you wake up late and you don't do that, your morning commute is going to suck. Everything in winter is just a little bit more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's a it's an aspect of winter that gets overlooked as a negative. And I think that after it's done, it's a positive. I will say that one of the benefits to winter is the ability to appreciate the other seasons more. That's what was my next one. So sorry, I stole that. <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's just it a talking like, point. It kind of like goes into it. It's like a big yeah. rainy day. Yeah. So that when the sunny day comes, you get to look forward to it. Yeah, you do. And I think it also have has or um, coincides with how much light we get in the winter time. They do say that that's a big, a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah, but it also makes you a little bit um, more resilient because you have to go through that. Like, you have to get through that season of, like, it gets dark at, like, 4.30, and there's nothing to do outside because it's dark and it's cold and it's miserable. So I have to find shit to do inside, which means you have to kind of be self-sufficient and, like, entertain yourself in a lot of ways. 
Whereas, like, if you're living in San Diego, it's always 72. It rains, like, three times a year, and you can do – it's the same day over and over and over again. There's one movie that I remember there was this clip of people in San Diego, and they're laying down, and they're tanning, and someone goes, ugh, it's winter. And then they just pull up shorts, and they're like, all right, that's better. Yeah, exactly. See – that's the thing, because we all know that feeling when it starts getting warm again. Like, we're done with the winter. It hits you. And you're just, you have, like, like someone shot you with lightning. You're like, oh, yes, like, more light. And it's just, every year, it, you never really get used to that. The first 50-something degree day after a long winter is, like, heaven. It's only, like, 50-something, but you're like, I want to put my windows down. Yeah. I want to play yeah. outside. I want yeah. to play outside. How quickly we forget your body, just to show how like fast your body will adjust to things, right? In the summertime, if it's 50 degrees, you're bundled the fuck up if you're outside. You need to be next to a fire because you're cold. If it's 50 in the wintertime, you got a tank top and shorts on. And you're just like, this is perfect. This is, this is great. Glorious. But then again, the first like 10 degree day, you're like, what the fuck is this shit? But then like, the 15th one, you're like, yeah, all right, my hands are bleeding just because it's cold. That's fine. Whatever. It'll be it'll be warm again soon. I expanded my hands, and now they're just cracked. They just split. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember one time I went to uh, Disney with my family, and the, the last day we were there, it was a 55-degree day. And I remember I was in a hoodie and shorts walking around, and I remember going outside, and all the – it was Florida – all the employees were huddled desperately next to those uh, outside fire pit things. Yeah. And I looked at one. He looked like he was going to die. I'm like, are you all right? He's like, yeah. Are you all right? Because I was wearing shorts. Oh. It was beautiful. It was a yeah. beautiful day. <laughs> yeah. People that live in like very warm, constant climates, they don't do well. I think in and the winter. I am legally a biologist, so everything I'm about to say is fact. Okay. But I think it's false. A, I think it's a biological thing. I think literally cellular, like on a cellular level, your body adjusts the temperature, and that's why a 50-degree day after coming out of cold is different than a 50-degree day coming down from heat. Cause you're, Sounds good. It does. Your body literally adjusts to how it accepts temperature and heat and all yeah. that stuff there is a weird thing like when you go somewhere that's like really really cold yeah like the first time you experience it you're just like what the fuck but after you experience it you could go back to the same thing even if it's years later yeah and you're you're even if it's two percent you're not as what the fuck what if it's like 1.8 percent or 2.5 doesn't matter it's still a percentage um, cause Vermont, like I go to Vermont a lot yeah, yeah. and Vermont has some like significantly negative temperature days. Yeah. And there was days when I was up there where when you walk outside and you can't breathe, cause if you take a deep breath, it's, it hurts it, like it stings you. And then you come back to Jersey and you're like, all right, 10 ain't bad. <laughs> like I can deal with 10, 10's okay. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I, I do kind of look forward to the hardness of winter. Okay. I, I like the fact that it's difficult. Yeah. In a way. You're psychotic, though. What else you got? That's it. 
God damn. No, no. Uh, yeah, no, just looking for – I think that the the whole experience, it's like you go through a shitty thing every year to get the good thing, which is spring and summer. I wholeheartedly understand what you're saying. But you, I agree to a pedigree, but you basically said, what's the good parts about winter? I like that they're bad. Yeah. I like that. It's more so right, Dwight, calm the fuck down. It's more so like winter is the work, but at the end of the week you get the paycheck. All right, fair. 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 Again, I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I think you're correct. I just think you're broken. I just don't want to hear people fucking complain anymore. All right? I complain. I'm being very selfish here. Very self-serving. All right? Stop complaining everybody. Being hypocritical. <laughs> All the good ones. All the good ones. All right. Are you are you done? I'm done. We're moving on. Get me pictures of Spider-Man. I just think of that gif where he's laughing. <laughs> um, all right, so what's your topic here? Get me pictures of Spider-Man. What so is this? Spider-Man is actually just an example, but I am getting really, really annoyed at the media in large spoiling things long before they even happen. How dare you, media? How dare you, media? Stop it. Yeah. So, and I'm going to use Spider-Man because that's the best example I have because it's the most recent thing that has happened. But okay. It's a growing trend where news, and I use news very, very loosely, Jesus. but news articles come out with, like, information about things that are going on in, like, movie and TV sets, and it spoils what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, the first instance I ever had of this, spoilers for Lost, and spoilers for Spider-Man, by the way, that's about to be a thing, um, they basically said so-and-so and so-and-so. When Lost came out, two women got arrested. Two of the actresses got arrested for DWIs in Hawaii, and they got booted back to mainland America. Okay. And it was all over the news, and basic people were basically saying they're being written off the show, and they were. And everyone knew it. It would have been a fantastic twist in the show if you did not know that. Mm. And that was one of like the changing of the tides where like I believe that the media was basically like, oh, people don't just want to watch shows. They want – to know everything at all given times and they will click on things if we talk about it so spider-man now they again i'm about to spoil shit so sorry everybody because yeah. i know it's about to happen everyone's a cunt everyone's a cunt so they keep talking about who's being hired for the next spider-man movie which i think literally just started filming like like last it's like the new reboot so the re of this reboot they're about to go into the Tom third. Holland's no longer Spider-Man. No, Tom Holland is Spider-Man. Okay. So there is Marvel rarely comes up with anything unique. The Marvel movie universe, they take a lot of things from the comics, which makes a lot of yes. sense. So there is a known Spider-Man comic where there's a multiverse. He meets other Spider-Mans. Actually, one of the most famous movies of it came out recently. There was a cartoon adaptation of it called uh, Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse. It wasn't in the Spider-Verse. And so the news media is like, oh, look. Um, uh, uh, Tobey Maguire. Toby, they, they are suggesting Tobey Maguire is going to be in it. They're suggesting Jamie Foxx is going to be in it, who was in the second reboot. They started doing all these things. And it doesn't take a lot for a smart fan to be like, they're making a Spider-Verse movie. And you know what? Maybe in the previews it would have been spoiled. Maybe the title would have been Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse. Who knows what would have happened? But I already know. And that pisses me off. Because you know what? If in the movie, if in the fucking movie, he bumps in the Tobey Maguire 
do you know how big of a reaction that would be? But now I'm expecting it. I mean, am I just being a crybaby here? No. Or do I have a point? No. See, I am a little bit of a crybaby. I get that. I overreact to things. What we are. But all those executives should be dragged down to the street and shot. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Here's don't, the thing. Do I don't totally disagree with you, but part of the people that we have to blame is the person in the fucking mirror. Yeah, that's, okay? that's fair. That's true. Because, and this is how things have become with media and fucking social media and whatever. It's whoever's fucking first. Yeah. It's not who's right. It's not who's correct. It's not who gives you what you want. It's I want to be first. Yeah. And that takes precedent apparently over everything. Yeah. And I think back in the day, people had more of a sense of like, it's okay to not know. It's okay that I don't know. It's okay to not know. It's okay that I wait for things. I don't have to fucking have everything right fucking now. Yeah. I can fucking wait. And it's a problem. I'm, I'm guilty. Everyone's guilty of it. But some people just... They don't even recognize that that's a fucking problem. Yeah. And they need things now. It's like, no, you don't. You don't fucking need it right now. You don't fucking need to know that there's another reboot of Spider-Man. You don't. It's, you know who it is? It's the personality of the people who, like, they're watching a show they really like, and they go ahead and look up what happens. Oh, my God. That drives me insane. Like, why, why would you do that? Why do you Why do would you that? look up what happens? And then they're like, well, it's fucking bullshit. Like, I don't think this is a fucked up. It's like, well... Instead of watching the show and seeing how they did it, you now looked up the ending and you already have a preconceived idea of how they're going to do it. So the whole time you're not waiting for what's going to happen. You're like, that's fucking stupid because I know what's going to happen. Yeah. You're not on the edge of your seat. It's like if somebody told you, spoiler alert, that in the end of Sixth Sense, Bruce Willis is a ghost. The whole time you're watching the movie, you know he's a ghost. So you're just looking at all the things like, well, that doesn't make sense. Why would it do that? Oh, fucking real, real crazy, real creative. Like, it's like people have to just calm their fucking tits. And everyone's the, – the consumer is probably the most guilty party because if we yeah. didn't like it enough, we'd fucking stop it. Yeah. Or we would just not be clicking on it. But we can't help ourselves. But, but there are – unfortunate casualties to this like myself i'm gonna be a narcissist for a second and i'm gonna talk about myself i i'm a fucking nerd to the 10th degree and I'm, mm -hmm. again i'm using spider-man as an example fucking loser <laughs> i am a loser i, I, I know a you thousand are. percent the biggest loser you will ever meet i, I like i'm one of those people who go down weird youtube rabbit holes and like will look up things that they've seen before like Guilty. fight scenes in movies i like i like doing that i don't, I don't always want to sit down and watch uh, a two-hour movie about something. Sometimes I just want to see Spider-Man beat the shit out of Doc Ock. Yeah, but it's like going into uh, Game of Thrones and watching the Battle of the Bastards. Yes, yes, thank you. But because of that, because the world is the way it is these days and all these things are connected, now YouTube knows I like watching that sort of stuff. Now YouTube knows I like Spider-Man, which means Google knows I like Spider-Man, which means I get news articles sent to my phone. Yeah. And they don't even try to hide things anymore. It'll be the title of it. Jamie Foxx is returning for Spider-Man 3. How does this make sense? Is like, was literally a title I read. And I'm like, well, of course it makes sense. You goddamn assholes. I can't believe that. Yeah. I think, here's the thing. I think that w that the day of that happening where people show up in movies that we don't know about yeah. is, de is dead. It is. It is. Because of the fact that cell phones exist and nobody can keep their fucking mouth shut. And that whole... The whole culture of like, guys, is, you know, this is important for the movie. Can we just keep it quiet? Yeah. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Do you remember um, watching Old School or uh, Wedding Crashers? Yes. Okay. Do you remember at the very end 
when Will Ferrell showed up on screen as Chad or Chaz. I don't. So in the whole movie, they got this list of rules to crash weddings from this guy, Chad or Chaz. Forget his actual name in the movie. And they refer to him several times in the movie. So finally, Owen Wilson's like reading Don't Kill Yourself books and all this stuff. So he goes to meet this guy. And he walks in thinking that this guy is like the fucking player of all players. And he's got his shit together. But he walks in. It's like some old lady's house. He lives with his mom. And like he sits down and it's like, Dad, your fucking friends are here. Like, oh, now pick I up remember. your fucking skateboard. And he comes down and it's Will Ferrell. But nobody knew he was in the movie. Yes. And everyone in the movie theater cheered because Will fucking Farrell was in it. You can't do that now. No. Because it'll be known that he's in the movie. And you don't have that like, oh, people that went and saw the movie got a different experience than everybody else that didn't see the movie. And, you know, and back then, too, like you used to have like this little code where if you told people, hey, Will Ferrell's in the end. You're an asshole, and your friends called you an asshole, and they actually were, like, kind of pissed at you. Yeah. Right? I remember having disagreement. I mean, not movie, but I remember having arguments with people about Snape killing Dumbledore. Yeah. Be Spoiler alert. you got to say that. Spoiler alert. It was 10 Does it matter? Ago. It does. Doesn't matter. It does. It doesn't. It does. No, it doesn't. See, we're getting mad at each no, other. No, because you're saying <laughs> that. this is good. You're saying that from your standpoint of I've seen it. I've seen it, so that's you should have fucking seen it. That's fair. You can't fair. do that with everything, and that's how we get to where we are now. That's because fair. we look at a shit you know from our own stupid fucking head, I'm, and we think that this is the only world that exists. I'm going to bleep it, and I'm going to say spoiler alert now. Yeah. For the Harry, Harry Potter spoiler alert. Harry Potter spoiler alert. But I remember getting into disagreements with people about Snape killing Dumbledore, and it was a book. But still, and I remember there were so many fucking memes. That was back when, like... What what was the disagreement? About spoiling it for people. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think it was, like, like half of our friend group had read the book, and the other half had, like, just gotten into the series. And when that book came out, it was, like, a funny thing on the internet. This is when spoiling things for people was funny for yeah. some reason. But people, like, there was memes. They're assholes. They're assholes. assholes. And it was all over the internet being like, Snape kills Dumbledore, Snape kills Dumbledore. Like, it was a joke. And people were like, but it wasn't because he did. And I remember people being like, how do you not know this? It's all over the internet. And other people were like, I'm trying to avoid it. And yeah. So that was the argument. Like, you should know it because it's already out there. And people were like, yeah, but I'm going out of my way. Yeah, see, I think that that's something that we have to go back to. Because I it's – I remember – because I watched Game of Thrones. I made sure that I watched Game of Thrones on Sunday when it came out. I Specifically because I know that people are fucking douchebags. And they can't fucking help it. I knew a couple people who fucking... They would watch the show and immediately post a post about who died in the show. Not like, ha ha ha. They would try to make it seem like, oh my god, I can't believe that fucking... Spoiler alert, Game of Thrones Season 1. Ned Stark gets beheaded at the end. Yeah. Like... Why did you have to post that? Why? Why did you have Why? to post that? You're trying to be a fucking asshole. Like, I'm getting a little fucking pissed here. Yeah, but I at noticed. the same time, this is the reason why I'm getting pissed, right? It's not a glass of milk. You, you, right? Don't you, you can clean up the glass of milk, go buy another gallon. It's the same fucking milk. If you tell somebody that season one, this is what happens in Game of Thrones, they can't not know that. They can never not know that. They can't. Oh, can't I'll it. go back and fucking forget about that. 
It's why I can't stand people who are like, oh, have you watched um, have you watched Game of Thrones yet? No. Oh, you got to watch it. It's so good. And they'll be like, yeah, it's about this family and blah, 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 blah. But like, and at the end, they fucking – and you're like, why would I want to watch it now, shithead? You just fucking told me the ending. Well, you know what would have been crazy? If you shut your fucking mouth and let me watch it. So I had the same experience you did. But now I can't do that because you're selfish. Yep. And you want to tell a fucking story. Yep. You didn't write the show. Let them tell me the fucking story. Even even last Saturday, you and I watched the Khabib uh, Gagey fight. Yeah, and I didn't I, say a fucking word. You didn't say a fucking word. I was late, and I knew I was going to be late, mm-hmm. and so I had to watch it after the fact. Do you know how scared I was every time I picked up my phone? Yeah. Because I get, like, news headlines, and I was so – spoiler alert for two Saturdays ago. I was so nervous I would get a headline that read – I'm going to reverse it just to make myself happy. That red, Gagey gets the belt, blah, 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 blah. I was so fucking scared that like – and I had to have my phone on because I needed to use my GPS. And I was just like, please, please just let me get through the next couple hours. I just need to get to that fucking couch so I can watch the goddamn fight so it can be over. It's I was so legitimately sad. afraid. It's so sad because I was so nervous. I was going to wait to watch the fights with you. Yeah. But I was so nervous and being like, listen – it's almost like at this point, if you don't watch the fights now and you get a spoiler, it's kind of your fault. So that, I was like, "That's stupid." I know, but I was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna fucking watch it anyway." And every single time, show whatever. My friend Shane yeah. didn't watch Game of Thrones for eight fucking years. He told me he would never watch Game of Thrones every time I brought it up for eight fucking years. I still never told him one thing about the show because I wanted him to watch it. Fair. Still never told him one thing about the show. You know why? Because I try not to be a cunt when it's when it's available to me. That's sometimes fair. I am, that's but I try not to be. And that's one of the things that drives me nuts because what do you gain from ruining a show from somebody? It's like you stole somebody else's homework and you're presenting it to the class like, see this? I just stole this. Give me the grade. Like, you didn't write the show, dude. Like, get your own fucking story. Go crash your fucking car and tell me that story. If you need to talk about it, find someone else who's watched it and talk about it with them. Yeah. I don't know why it bugs me so much. No, it does. I I completely understand. Do you know how bad I wanted to talk about that movie? One of the best movies I've seen this year, that movie Knives Out. It's available on Amazon Prime. We are not sponsored by Amazon Prime. But I would love to be sponsored by Amazon Prime. Uh, But do you know how... I only know a small handful of people who have watched it, and I love this movie. Like, it is easily one of the best movies of 2020, if not of the past 10 years. Yeah. I never, I didn't see it. I don't even know what it's about. And I can't tell you. Yeah. And it kills me on the inside. But I won't tell you about it. Yeah, I don't. Other than it's good. I don't even like, if someone says, like, hey, did you see the final episode of Game of Thrones? Or see the final episode of Stranger Things, and I'm like, no, don't tell me. And they're like, they're like, oh, okay, that's fine. But if someone's like, it sucked, I'm like, you know, fuck you. All right, fuck you. You know why? Because I don't know anything. You seem to know something, and you're telling me it sucks. So now you're going into it with something. For whatever reason, you now have the opinion that like, is it gonna suck? So you're nitpicking everything about it instead of just watching the fucking show you're not just a normal viewer anymore yeah an original viewer whatever it's so bad some here's the thing some people do it by accident and you can tell when they do 
Like they accidentally say something because they're not thinking. Okay, I get it. Please be more mindful. But the people that do it on purpose, fuck off. That's it. Wow. Done. I'm done. Now I'm, now I'm back happy. We struck a chord with Andrew. Do you know how these people can redeem themselves? How? By telling their friends to watch BDP episodes and not spoiling the episodes for them ahead of time. Because, you know, we're such original content over here. I'm going to switch this up a little bit. Why don't you tell your friends to go to BroDownPro.com so all your friends can watch the same episodes that you are watching. You guys can have giant discussions about it in front of the water cooler or watering hole or bar or whatever you crazy kids are up to these days uh don't forget to like and subscribe let us know in the comments down below what you thought of these topics uh is the spoiling culture really getting to you and are you one of those people who like winter because they're so fucking terrible let andy know how much of a jackass he is mm-hmm. uh Please. yeah that about wraps us up we'll catch you guys next time later you're listening to bro down podcast all